following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. With me, as always, my co-host, Matt Keogh. Matt, say hello to everybody. Hello. (laughs) Matt, a man of many words. Today we have a special guest with us, our guest uh, baseball player from Clarence High School, Joe Bianco. Joe, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. Um, Joe, we're going to get into your baseball stories and everything, but first we're going to do a little coming in hot, and I'm coming in hot with countdown to summer. It's the end of the year, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a student, whether you're in high school, college, it's that time of year where you just start counting the days down. Four weeks? We've got six. We've got... Six? When do you end? We end June 24th, so we've got... 26 days with students, 27 without. We've got, for whatever reason, we're coming in on the 24th as a professional development day. Which your is, last, is the last day of students like Wednesday? The last day of students is Wednesday, and our last day is Thursday. I, I hate when districts do that. You know, there's no kids, but let's just bring you in for one more day without kids just to kind of piss you off so we can start your summer a little later. <laughs> but I'm in total countdown mode. Like, I'm not going to lie. Are in fact, in senioritis checkout mode? I'm in, I'm in, not even in checkout mode. I'm just the teacher. Like, I'll walk by other teachers or in the hallway or if they're picking up their classes. I'm like, up oh, 27 more days, 30 more days. Like, I've I been doing the countdown. I've been doing the countdown since the beginning of school. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Last year or two years ago, the year before uh, COVID, I started the countdown at 188. Like, I was like, all right, 188 days, 187 days. So it, but I feel like May, I feel like May is the official countdown towards summer, whether you're a kid or a teacher or even a college kid. Although colleges, yeah, most colleges done, are done yeah, by now. Yeah, that's the perks. I I forgot like high school. Like I've been yeah. in like college for so long. Like I forgot like college, uh, like high school and middle school is have to go to like June. So yeah. I always get like we've been, like, I've, we've been done feel since, privileged that way. We've been done since like last week. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, and I'm not gonna lie. As a teacher, and this irks me. Most high schools, you got most high schools are done pretty much the 12th, 13th, mm-hmm. and then they might have a week of exams. Mm-hmm. So those, you know, the, all those teachers are right. They're just, they're proctoring exams. Yeah, they're coasting. Whereas I'm in a K-8 to middle school. We're teaching till the bitter end, and it's <laughs> yeah. just, you're looking at the high school like, Come on, you guys have been done two weeks before us. You work with older kids. You like Number one, it's a little more lackadaisical. Number two, you just got to sit there and proctor. I mean, proctoring, <laughs> I don't feel it would be like it would just be super boring. But still, it's proctoring. In a hot gym. No one wants to do that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you have to sweat a little bit. You're not teaching anything. At the most, you might just walk over and tell a kid to stop talking or you, you kick a kid out. I wouldn't do that at that point. I just... <laughs> I mean, oy, oy, oy. I remember when we took when we took exams, we were in the classroom, but half the time our proctors were sitting there reading a newspaper, doing the crossword puzzle. Like we had the proctors were 
sometimes the proctors we had to we had to tell the proctors to quiet down because they were talking to each other while we're taking exams. <laughs> we took we took ours in like the huge good examples. Gym. Yeah, the gym. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys did all your exams in the gym. Yeah, in the yeah, clown's yeah, gym. Yeah. Huge. I'll say huge, and it gets pretty hot in there. But oh gosh, it was so bad. They just had wanted no... to finish up as quick as possible. So. Yeah, <laughs> and like not... you didn't double check your answers. You just got the hell out of there. You, so. you just got up. You're just like here it is. Your name's not in it. Oh, well. <laughs> but, like, you know what it is, right? Just fill in the blanks. I had this one girl stand next to me. Well, not stand, but she was sitting next to me, and she proceeded to get up and crack every part of her body during the exam. Oh, <laughs> doing the old crack yeah. the knuckles. Yeah, I was ah. just like, great. <laughs> no, when we took exams, we had to sit there for, it was, uh, most exams were, you can get up to three hours, but we had to sit there for a minimum of an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. even it didn't matter yeah. if you were done 30 minutes in, you had to sit there an hour and a half. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you weren't leaving. That's still a thing. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's some that you even would have to just sit there for the entire one, but that's, like, with smaller classrooms. Yeah, I feel like that's probably more like AP stuff, yeah. like AP exams. The gym, you would come in, <laughs> we bring back like AP stuff, you just leave when you're done. If I remember correctly. Yeah, but for like certain state testing that you right, do that, yeah. you had to sit there. Yeah, and I then, remember. Yeah, uh, we always joked around because if someone died during the exam, everyone, everyone, everyone would get would like uh, get a five, everyone would get you know the yeah. highest grade. So we're always <laughs> looking for someone to be the sacrificial lamb of sorts. To, just take one for the team. Take one for the team, right? Same. You're thing. gonna you're gonna get like a two anyway on this. So why don't you just like do something good and same give us all thing fives. for um same thing for college. If your professor died within the <laughs> semester, um, you would pass the class. And yeah, but are those things actually true? I feel like those are just like that urban could be, legends. I don't know. Yeah, that, that could be one of those it old did, wives' It didn't tales. work out in my favor because I think my the professor died after my class was over. But that's like, uh, yeah. I yeah. feel like that's the urban legend. Like, it's, it's true. you know, you always get the thing, oh, if the professor's 10 minutes late, everybody can leave. Or if the professor's five minutes late. Or if he's a, if he's a full professor, he gets 10 minutes. If he's only, like, a grad assistant, he only gets mm-hmm. five. Or it's just like if you're in a school and the power's been out for more than 15 minutes, everybody gets to go home. Yeah, that, that's all That's all. A little- not true. I don't feel. <laughs> I never once had that happen. I feel like so. those are just excuses. Ah, the professor's ten minutes late. We can all just leave. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about in college. People go by that rule, though. Like, oh, they do. I'm not gonna lie. I, there were there, well, yeah, there were there were a few times uh, our economics professor was late quite a bit, and we just all right, ten minutes, time to go. And there was always those those couple kids. Well, I'm gonna wait an extra minute. I'm gonna wait. No. The nerds. No. I'm not gonna lie. I was one of the first ones, but like, which is why I did. I I switched from business to phys ed fairly quickly. But I was like, no, for economic, like, no, he's he's ten minutes. It's time to go. Yeah, he's, he's a minute late. All right, see you later. Yeah. Where Where did you go to school? I went to Canisius. I went did oh. Canisius for the undergrad, Buff State for the masters. Um, yeah, I started off as a business major that lasted a semester. <laughs> and then we switched to the wonderful world of phys ed. Sorry, I was a poli sci major for three semesters, and then I switched. Yeah, I never got that. <laughs> Don't get me like, <laughs> dude. It's such a drastic difference in like the sure. mentality and the stress of it. What poli sci and phys ed? Yeah, I don't think there's anything less stressful than a phys ed major. Maybe basket weaving. Maybe communications. Uh, <laughs> Janitorial. <laughs> yeah, actually, communications being a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Dance, I, I don't know. I had to take a <laughs> dance class. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had to take dance, gymnastics. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I did a not class take it willingly, but... It did you have to do like ballet or no? I had dance. to do line dances, different types of decades dances. Oh. Um, I taught a capoeira lesson. That was considered dance. Capoeira? Yeah, it's Brazilian fight dancing. Oh, was okay. that in Bob's Burgers? Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, I remember <laughs> that episode. It was in Bob's Burgers, and it was what? Um, and it was in Meet the Fockers at the beginning. Oh yeah, when he was fighting. Um, uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's Capoeira. So I taught a lesson on that. It technically is. It's. It did is. You, did you dance. show your students the Bob's Burgers episode? No. Oh. <laughs> no. No choreography from no that. No choreography from that. Nope. <laughs> uh, no. They're coming out with a movie. Bob's Burgers. I did Bob's hear about Burgers. That. Really? Yeah. yeah. Coming out next next week. Oh, really? That soon? I feel like Dang. it's gonna be horrible. I mean, the TV show is okay, but a movie. Everybody, yeah, to stretch it out to like ninety minutes. Everybody except for Louise is voiced by a male. That's true. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's crazy. I feel like it's. I feel like on most, especially with like little kids, I feel like a lot of the females do, even like the guy characters. Like I feel like in a lot like The Simpsons, Jimmy Neutron, and Timmy Turner voiced by a female. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of surprised where Bob's Burgers, it's almost the other way around. Like, yeah. most of them are, are well, that, guy characters. Well, that guy that voices Bob, John something... H. John Benjamin. Yeah, H. Yeah. John yeah. Benjamin. He has such an iconic voice that, like, he's either known as him, like, he's either known as Bob or Archer. Yeah. I probably, like, that's the only one. Well, they did a crossover. They did Bob's crossover. Burgers and, and Archer, which was really funny. They did. Um, that was pretty funny. No, Bob's Burgers, I always liked it, but it always seemed like one of those, like, where every year you're like, all right, it's going to get canceled this year. All right, it's going to get canceled this year. All right, it's going to yeah. get canceled this year. <laughs> I, I think I started watching it, like, when there was, like, three seasons on Netflix, and I, I think I stopped. Yeah. And now there's, like, 11. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. time passed, and I got I got old, and now there's, like, 11 <laughs> seasons now. They, I haven't, I, I'm not, I'm not caught up. They so. keep, they're in the current season right now, coming out with different episodes. I miss, I miss King of the Hill. Do you remember that show? I loved King of the Hill. I thought that was clever. Um, it was funny. I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good show. I liked Boomhauer. Yep. It's a clean bird in hell, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if they ask them for, some, for a steak well done? Well, then we politely yet sternly ask them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well but that said. was another one. I think Bobby was a female voice, wasn't? Was Bobby female? I think Bobby was voiced by, by Bobby. <laughs> That's my boy there, Bobby. Dale Dribble. Dale was always Dale one of my. Dribble. Dale was always the conspiracy theorist guy. He was always one of my favorites. With William his uh, Street School, physical education. Wait, what? Do you know this person? I do not. I don't. Ferrick. What? What are you talking about? Uh, I don't Lancaster. know. Lancaster. He was a Lancaster school teacher. What about him? Oh, what's? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just got. I just got an email from somebody. Oh, Sometimes I think Matt's life emails, is just everybody. a rodeo. All right. What? Do I open? It? Oh, Red Cross. I was gonna say I wouldn't open it if you don't know that. That's just that's another going uh, coming in hot segment. Don't open an email if yeah. you don't think it's from a credible source. Well, it's it's Red Cross information. It's oh, oh, I know what this is. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. In real is. time, we're figuring out what's in Matt's email. I know what this uh, is because right. I have to do lifeguarding and certifi- uh, lifeguarding this year. Oh, uh, have fun with that. I actually, I got to do mine too. Yeah, you, you just have to do a research. I got to do a research. I oh, yeah, you never did yours. I have to do cert, cert. Yeah, have fun with that, dude. That's like what? Four weekends? No, just three days. Three days? Yeah, we're doing an intensive one at, EC, at Kanisha's. Oof. Have fun with that, dude. Nine to four. Three. I hope you like swimming. Well, yeah. I'm practicing carrying bodies out of the pool right now. That's why I got Joe over here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, having Joe here, Joe, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your baseball playing days. Sure. So, uh, first of all, like I'm guessing playing back way back in the T-ball days is when it all started. Like, How'd you get into baseball? Um, <clears throat> well, I, I think... Just because my my parents wanted me to do it, so I started out in like yeah T ball. So I remember Pits- the Pittsburgh Pirates are my first uh, T ball team. Did I play with you on that one? No, I think you were, I think you were like the next year or whatever because we were on the White Sox together. Okay, so. that's right. I was on the Pirates, but that's yeah, 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 different point. But um, yeah, so like my parents just wanted me to play, and I remember not liking it at first. I don't know. I felt. I didn't really know what was going on. I was just kind of like this there and stuff like that. But I really got into it more like a couple of years later once we got like into the machine pitch league. And I actually like hit hit the ball and like, you know, knew more of the rules of the game better um, and started watching like baseball more. So I kind of learned to appreciate it a bit more. So I would say I remember baseball is always fun, especially at the T-ball leagues. It's mm-hmm. always fun because you'll either get – one or two types of kids. You'll get the kid that, like, is totally into it. Oh, They're yeah. like, you know, baseball is my life. They'll go up there to swing, whatever. Uh-huh. Or you'll get the kid that's just out picking the dandelions yeah. or, like, sitting down yeah. or just throwing his throwing his glove up in the air. <laughs> Put it on! No! <laughs> or they're, they're just there for the snacks at the end, you know? Yeah. The they're just like, where's the oranges? Yeah. <laughs> but I always thought that was, I always thought that was hilarious. I mean, yeah. I remember I played, I think I stopped baseball when I was, I don't know, maybe like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but T-ball, I was always, I loved it when the coach would put me in his pitcher because I remember this vividly. You know, when like a pitcher, like an actual pitcher is like, Looking at the signs, shaking off the signs, or yeah, yeah, I'd be sitting up there. Now this is T-ball. I'd be sitting up there having no ball in my hand with my glove, and I'd be like, no, yeah. like shaking <laughs> off the pitch, like three or four, and then like okay, there we and go. And then I would do the because you weren't allowed to swing right. until the pitcher did the fake pitch, right? And fake then pitch. and then they could swing off the tee. <laughs> so I'd be the, and the coach would be like, dude, what? Just swing. Like what do you just throw the ball? You <laughs> throw the imaginary ball. <laughs> So I'd be the no, like you no, get immerse no. yourself in the experience, you know. <laughs> so after a couple of games, I would no longer be allowed to be the pretend pitcher. <laughs> but so that was the, I I loved it. But I'm so when did you really like just kind of think like all right, this could be I'm going to do this for JV varsity. Like when did you really like get into it? Uh well, um I'm probably when I was like 10 or 11 years old when we were finally getting into like when the kids are actually starting to pitch and whatever and um um I, don't know, I just really enjoyed watching as well like i like watched like the yankees a bunch and um just really like just uh and i'll 
found like the rule like got used to the rules and everything and like just had like fun like hanging out with my teammates and stuff like that and also like i wasn't very good at other sports so i was like all right oh baseball that, that, that that's that's the that's i'm kind of good at this that's so, a lie he was a good defensive player in soccer um, okay uh, yeah i did soccer for a little bit but i didn't i didn't like oh also i didn't have to run as much in baseball so it was like short sprints right but i didn't have to like you know keep a steady jog the entire time so that was also also good a little, um, little less on the cardio. A little less on the cardio, yeah. Now, what position did you play? I was a, a catcher, yeah. So I got. Uh, I I like that because I was, I wanted to be a goalie in 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 hockey originally. Okay. But it was too ex, it was too expensive all the hockey gear and stuff like that. So my parents didn't let me play. But and I wanted to be a goalie, so I was like, all right, well, the catcher he wears all the the gear and stuff, so it kind of is like a goalie and whatever. So I kind of took it to like that. And uh, just really, um, I mean, it sucked when it was like 90 degrees out and you're like sweating. I was going to say when you got like an extra five, ten pounds of pads on. Yeah, with all that gear on. But um, I really like, because I I really enjoyed being a catcher because you're always involved in the game. I I enjoyed calling like pitches, like strategizing how we're going to get like batters out, you know, blocking the ball you know, um, throwing people out, you know, if they're stealing a base. I just really liked how involved you had to be in the game and to kind of form a relationship with the, with the pitcher as well, you know, so you had to be, like, really on the same page and have a good relationship um, like that, so. Now, that's one thing. They'd, like, did, would you and uh, whoever the pitcher was, because, mm-hmm. you know, usually a pitcher rotates, whatever, maybe three, four games, mm-hmm. five games. So would you and the pitcher, or would you and the pitcher kind of get together before the game, maybe a day before the game, like, um he would tell you, like, all right, I like, I like throwing sliders, mm-hmm. curveballs, or would you kind of just know, like, have a feel of the game and know what kind of pitches should be thrown? Like, how was, how was it kind of calling the game there? Um, yeah, I guess, well, I guess, like, when I was younger, I didn't really pay attention to that stuff as much as, like, how to strategize because um, people could only really throw fastballs and, and maybe curveballs. Like, okay. Uh, but like as we as I, as we got older, right? And we were like, um, I was doing like travel ball. I was uh, starting to get into the, like JV, then eventually varsity, right? You had a, you know, you're working with them the entire winter, formulating you know, like their pitches and and stuff like that. So you had that kind of built-in kind of relationship before the season starts when you're practicing in in the winter time. Uh, so you have a good sense of their strengths and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, you get together a bit, bit before the game as well to depend on who you're playing. Uh, look at some, see if there's any, like anything on the opposing team, you know, uh, that they, we could possibly exploit and stuff like that. Um, and then during the game, you kind of just like play on the fly. Like what's working, you know, like is, is he late on the fastball? Keep, you know, pumping like fastballs, like where we uh, or like oh he was like he yanked that one foul, so let's throw a, a curveball or a changeup to to throw him off, uh, get him more out in front um, early on the ball. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, so I think like formulating that um, because there has to be a lot of trust there, you know. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like I'm not gonna throw my curveball in the dirt because I know you're not gonna block it. You know, make sure that there is that level of trust between um, the pitcher and the catcher. And I felt that was the, um, you know, I felt I had that with a lot of, a lot of guys. So now is it, 
is it noticeably different? Like saying if you're if you're playing with a pitcher who maybe you're, you know, whether it's a first game, second game, like you're not really all that comfortable with. Is there a noticeably like is there a noticeable difference? Um, maybe even on just on the pitches that you would call, like yeah. maybe you're calling more safe pitches. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I, it was the worst. It was the worst, especially like um when the per the pitcher was like he could throw hard, but he was just wild. Like he could not control his fastball or anything like that, and had he had to deal with that. And I was just afraid to afraid to catch at some points because I had no idea where the ball was going, you know? So, yeah. Uh, um, and that was like hard to adjust, um, especially like in, in the game and stuff like that. Um, oh. But, you know, you always wanted to have, I, I, there was a few like pitchers, like I know I can like, I know wherever I, I put my glove, you're going to like, you're going to hit it. I don't need to worry about like jumping up like 10 feet in the air to get a ball or whatever. So yeah, um, like it's going to, listen, it's going to be there. This guy's the pro. Yeah. I was always, yeah, there was a couple of wild pitches. I was always nervous to, to catch them. And, <laughs> um, you know, uh, cause then, cause then the, the ball gets by, it's always the catcher's fault. It's never the pitcher's fault. Right. It's like, Oh, like, why didn't you get that? You know? So yeah, like he's gonna throw it thirty feet, you know, thirty yeah, feet like to the right. Yeah, he it in the dirt and like it popped over your head, you know, like stuff like you know. So, did you ever look at your coach like when he, you know, the lineup came out and he put a picture? I'm like, dude, what are you like? What are you thinking? A couple times. Like why? <laughs> a couple times. Like why? Why is this guy going in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's our ringer. He's our ringer. Well, that, that would happen a lot, with, especially because in tournaments you have like you have like three games in a day, and it's like, all right, well. We're, we've used up all our assets, and now we have to put in this guy because we want to save up people for tomorrow, which, which is like another doubleheader and stuff like that. So yeah, especially nowadays, like they put, they're pretty strict on pitch counts. Yeah, in high school and travel, aren't they? Uh, yeah, now they are uh, more so. Um, I remember when, when I played high school, it, that uh, I guess our coach didn't like care as much about pitch counts or whatever it, it, like so you'd throw like 50 pitches but like eh, it was like 20 yeah like i mean oh, 120 pitches 130 pitches in a game it's some, sometimes if they were like going like he would um just le like leave them out there and stuff like that and um that wasn't uh great on their arms I like, like there's like because i like one my one buddy uh he was great he was a great pitcher uh, he kind of had an interesting arm angle. He kind of threw it like three quarters a bit. He okay. was a lot unorthodox that way, but could throw hard. Had good breaking, could throw good off-speed pitches. But you know, he was used so much in high school, and then when he got to he played college ball, um, he had to stop pitching after his freshman year because his, his arm, was arm just spent. was shot. Yeah, was just shot. Um, and that happened with a with a bunch of other people that I know. Like, and that's why he. Uh, there, there are those like more restrictive like pitch counts now nowadays um, because and I could totally see that just because I mean, and you would think that a coach knows better than to do that than to put his athlete in in uh, in risk, you know. But at the same time, you're, whether it's a close game, whether you're it's a it's a close season, yeah. you're playing a rival or a championship, you know the the. the <laughs> the competitive person in the coaching wants to be like, I'm going to ride this kid as oh, far sure. as I can. But and, at the same, and the kid wants to do it, and too. And the kid, absolutely. Yeah. The kid, I'm sure the pitcher 
you know, the, the coach, I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Like, like most sports, you know, mm-hmm. even playing soccer, there were many games where I'm like, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't have played, but at the same time, you know, when the coach or, or you know, Larry, you're right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine, coach. Don't yeah. worry about it. There you is know? like that pressure to be, to be like, no, oh, yeah, I can like go through like whatever. And Otherwise you're going to look bad. Oh, for sure. Um, so, but I feel like a lot of that has got to come down on the coach where the yeah. coach has got to be like, okay, we got to win, but this kid is, this is the kid's second game in three days yeah. or his third game in five yeah. days. You know, he's, he, he's pitched, it's 120, 130 pitch count. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've got to get him out. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got to get this high, kid out. High school isn't, isn't the end all be all right. There's, there's. There's that, more there's, after they the college could have had a good college career. We don't, oh, for sure. You know, um, and it's 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 unfortunate that stuff like that happens. Now it's funny that you saw, like you've got pitchers that some of them throw with a very conservative style of that is very unorthodox. Mm-hmm. Is it is it more difficult for a catcher? Like if you've got somebody throwing sidearm or somebody throwing three quarters, like is it? Is it more difficult to judge where those pitchers are going, or do you think it's – is it just, hey, I don't care how they throw as long as they get it to where it's got to go? Um, I never, like, caught anyone, like, throwing sidearms, so I can't speak on that. But I never, I never like, had much tr- trouble with, like, what their arm, like, what their arm angle was. Or even, was. like, righty versus lefty. Or... Um, I, thought, I thought lefty was a little harder if they were throwing lefty. Um, especially if I had to like block curveballs that were like kind of going to okay, my like left a different hand angle, side. okay, yeah, a different angle. Um, and it seemed to me like the it was, the, the lefties were a bit more wilder than than the right-handed pitchers to me. So at least there were a couple anyway. So, um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Now, one thing I always found was was interesting with pitchers. It always seems like they were never the best hitters. Mm. Like, which I, I mean, not always, there are a few pitchers, even sure. in the majors, there are a few yeah. pitchers that are, you know, will, are, are some decent hitters, but it always, I always found that interesting because you figure as a pitcher, you know, at least a good amount of selection of like what type of pitchers are coming. Yeah. Like you figured you're throwing them. You'd probably have a little, maybe some insider info on, on how to hit them. Like that. I always found that a little interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it uh, it's it's mo- mainly because um, I mean this, especially when you get into higher levels, like the coach wants you to focus on pitching. They don't need you to they don't need you to be, to hit. It'd be nice. It'd be a bonus, but like your job is like you need to focus on pitching. <clears throat> Excuse me. You need to focus on pitching, and you're be spending more of your time on the mound than in the cage, essentially. Yeah, I guess um, very true. Yeah, catchers aren't known to hit either. So, uh, but you had to be in in the lineup. Um, I wasn't. I was medium. I was all right. I wasn't like the worst, you know. But okay, uh, it's above the same average thing, for like, a catcher. Above average, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but you have to. Uh, I was. I was. You know, focused a lot on my defense. You know, because. Um, for catchers, I think that's probably the most important thing. You you, have, you can save a lot of runs by throwing someone out if they're stealing a base or by blocking pitches oh, um, for sure. in the dirt, uh, which um, I don't think it's given that much as much attention as like a flashy play from the shortstop or whatever. But like those do save like 
you know, that the, the defense is probably the most important aspect of being a catcher. Um, it's nice to hit again, but you know. Now one <laughs> one thing, like I always thought it would it would be cool to be a catcher, mm-hmm. but man, that's got to do a number on your knees. Yeah, like that is like I can't imagine just. I mean, especially in a long inning. I mean, you know, if it gets you know five, mm-hmm. six, seven batters in, mm-hmm. I mean, you're 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 down, crouched there, you know, for a good five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. I mean, yeah. that's like, is there are there stretches or or certain stuff that you do just to build up knee strength, or is it do you kind of get to the point where you just they just get numb? I mean, it's gotta it's gotta be rough. Yeah, I remember. I was my junior year. I was doing. I was. I was catching every day for high school I don't um whether that's practicing or like playing and then I was like playing like travel ball at the same time and my knees were absolutely shot I was like 16 years old I had like ice packs on my knees or whatever like it was like man I feel like I'm I feel like an old man you know uh still because like we're like have I been down like my knees like crack a bit and stuff like that i just remember jake um, taylor from major league oh like, yeah <laughs> yes yeah every game with the double ice packs uh, or yeah. in the ice bath <laughs> like i i just picture that like it's it's gotta be brutal yeah and i wish i i don't know i wish i did probably there's probably some stuff i could have done to take care of my knees better at the time i just did not oh, know you need total knee replacements yeah maybe in my future. future yeah so that's something to look forward to but um yeah, I just uh, I kind of just like pushed through it. I didn't like you know I I iced them, but I didn't like figure out any like I didn't have any like uh, no special like no rehabs special or exercises rehabs or, or exercise. I didn't know to. I just kind of just like all right, well like I'm just gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna keep doing <laughs> doing this <laughs> until my knees give out. Uh, so I was say, did you ever think of making a switch like a position switch or just hey I'm gonna push through this. This is what I'm good at. This is where the team needs me. Well, I, so I, w- I always wanted to. So, like when I was in travel in high school, I, like I never thought of switching catcher because like that's where I was best at. But um, after um, after I like I stopped playing like really competitively. I'm like doing like I'm doing like more rec stuff now. I was like, all right, well, like I always wanted to pitch. I always wanted to like be on the other side of that. So like and. I'd like to take it and you know rest off of like crouching and being on my knees all the time. So I wanted to. So now nowadays I I try to pitch more. So um, which is which is fun. Um, like it's like all right. Well, I never got a chance to do this before. Now I get to do it now and like I'm having a, uh, a good time with it. And it's like nice to be on the other side of oh the, for sure. The, uh, uh, the equation there. Yeah, but like you know, I already messed up my knees. Now I'm gonna mess up my shoulder. You know, my, I'm gonna mess up my uh, my <laughs> elbow. I'm gonna mess up my arm. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, and and that's it's funny because like I'm even thinking now like there's been times, um, especially you know just during soccer like you know giving the pregame speech where you get down on one knee you're talking to the kids or whatever. Now I'm looking. I'm like, Jesus, somebody help me up. <laughs> like I'm like, all right, I I need help getting up, and it's <laughs> it's I I just couldn't imagine doing that for you know, hours yeah. at a time. Um, now, is it is it at practice, is it pretty much the same as a game? Like you're just, you're down crouching or is it more of like, all right, hold on, give me like 10 minutes, <laughs> you know, let me stretch out a little bit or was it just pretty much 
you keep going until the pitcher tells you when to rest? Uh, yeah, I practice. Um, usually, like, there would be, like, different sections. So, like, there would be, like, you know, the bullpen session, then there would be, like, the batting cages, and there would be, like, infield, outfield, or whatever. And um, I was always either, like, the catcher in, in the infield, like, just catching the ball from, like, first base or third base or whatever, or, like, I'd be like, in the bullpen and stuff like that. And, like, they went at their own pace uh, when they were uh, uh, pitching-wise. Um, they usually had, like, a pitch count. They wanted to reach 30 or 40 pitches. Okay. Um, however, you know, whether, uh, you know where, whatever they wanted to do, and they could go on their own pace. And sometimes we put, like, a, we put, like, a batter in there just to, you know, get them used to that again. So... I was, a bit, you know, a bit more relaxed than obviously a, a game time thing, but um, um, uh, there was no, yeah, it was definitely like, like serious and trying to get get the work in and stuff like that. So now you did travel mm-hmm. in uh, travel in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, what would because I know it's baseball is almost like one of those sports like where soccer high school is very competitive, but there are a lot of travel soccer. Mm-hmm. Soccer leagues out there that are way more competitive oh, yeah. than high school, especially nowadays in the <laughs> fall. There are there you've got your competitive travel level teams, where if you're on them, you can't even really play high school soccer. Mm-hmm. It almost supersedes high school mm-hmm. soccer. Okay, is that kind of the same way as baseball, or is is high school baseball at that level? Is that still the gold standard, or is travel kind of like? some travel leagues kind of overtaken that a little bit yeah well yeah my uh my high school coach always was like uh, you'll never find higher level of baseball than high you know like, like oh every like, high school coach you know, i was like that. it's like all right like, I, like I, we're all on travel teams we're like no that's not correct so yeah definitely i think travel superseded um high school as far as competitiveness goes uh just um and not to say like high school wasn't competitive because like there were some I mean really good teams with good oh, players sure. and everything, but like there's always there'd always be that okay that one you know you play like a really weak team that that you're, like twice three times a year yeah. like all right we can put in our fourth string pitcher yeah we exactly. can put in you know the backup catcher we can put in let's let the get Scott yeah. get the guys that don't play exactly you know, get them a little playing time exactly um, and um, travel I felt like like. Um, with the tournaments, like especially like if you go like across the country and stuff, you're, you're facing like like the best, like like thirteen, fourteen year olds or whatever league you're, you know, ever like um, age group bracket you're in. Like you're playing that you're high playing, level like, competition in almost level, every game. Yeah. Like like everyone was like throwing like uh, I was like fifteen to sixteen. Everyone was throwing like eighty miles an hour. You know like. There wasn't really anyone you could like. Um, it was always like a good good competition, and there were like I mean, there's some like kind of bad teams that you'll run across here and there. But I felt travel was more more competitive, and there was more. It was like harder um, and more rigorous in that sense. Um, and I th- also like I felt like I cared more about travel than than high school because okay. I I like I like the the team better. I liked my coaches better. Um, at this felt it was we, we all got along much better, and um, it was like fun to kind of go around to different tournaments in different areas to see what other like 
you know, uh, uh, hang out and like see what other teams are doing and kind of test ourselves against them. And I um, definitely like thought that was a bit more um, a bit more competitive for sure. Now, is it like like I know for me for travel soccer, I mean, mm-hmm. there were guys I played with on the same travel soccer team since I was like, you know, nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Was it is it similar to, like that to baseball where, all right, you guys would do U9 and U10 like you all kind of grew up together on the same team and, and progressed or was it every year was kind of whoever made the team or maybe like a different uh, a different different group of kids uh, for travel yeah we had this mainly the same core of, of guys since um, a lot of them played um, since they were like 11 U or something like that I, I, I joined that particular team when I was like 13. So I was like okay. a little later, but I was still like I still like grew up uh, and played like a lot with those guys, and like that 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 core of of players was the same throughout. And um, I think we made a couple additions here and there, but it was m- m- mostly the same m- same people. And it was like really, you know, it was like uh, we were all like very close. And I felt like uh, when 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 we eventually did get to our like our last game, we all kind of like aged out. Essentially, that was like really. Uh, I was like kind of an emotional last game, and oh, we're like, sure. oh man, like this is it. Like, I like, miss you guys. I you know, miss you guys. You know, and I actually, I mean, I haven't seen them a lot of them in a, in a long time. So, uh, so, but yeah, like a lot of um, uh, that same core of, of people um, was was together for for a few years for for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah, and that's the one thing that I always liked about travel. Um, and I mean, I guess you, you do get this with high school, especially, uh, you know, going through. Well, nowadays, you know, you've got the modified. We can play with seventh and eighth graders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the way up. Back when I was playing, modified sports, only a few schools had modified sports or it was just becoming big. Um, but it was, you know, your high school, you had your when you got in ninth grade or seventh grade, eighth grade, you were playing JV. You'd progress up varsity. Um, but that's why I always love the travel teams. Like I said, there were there were guys that I had played soccer by the time we we aged out. You know, we we had been playing together nine, ten, ten years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it was funny. My travel team, a lot of the guys that I played on travel soccer with were um, at our rival school, rival high school, where wow. they would play. Back then, it was LaSalle until the two teams combined. LaSalle and Niagara Falls were huge rivals in in everything. And it was funny when we would play them, play against them in soccer. <laughs> I always kind of took the rivalry, maybe not as as strongly as I could, because I'd say <laughs> out of an eighteen man team on LaSalle, I played with probably fourteen or fifteen of those guys. Those were my teammates that I played with longer than than most of my my high school teams. Oh, wow. You know, my high school teammates, where it was a little, you get out there, you still you want to beat them, sure, you know, but at the same time, it's just. You're on there joking around with them a little bit, you know. Your our our high school team was not good. <laughs> um, in fact, I've said this many times. Our high school soccer team for Niagara Falls, I played varsity ninth ninth through twelfth grade, so four years. Wow, we won zero games. Zero games. Zero wow. games. That's that's an accomplishment. <laughs> oh, it, it, I would love to give up that accomplishment. <laughs> But we won zero games. And LaSalle, it was funny. Their team was always, LaSalle soccer was always decent. Was always, you know, they'd be um, at least above 500. Um, so they were always in the sectional. Sometimes they did pretty well. 
And every year, you know, travel soccer, you know, I'd always, especially those first couple practices or those first couple games, I'd get so much crap like, dude, we're going to, why don't you just come to LaSalle? Why don't you just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was getting to the point where I had their coach, but like, you know what? If you happen to move, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you guys are going to kill us in October. Can we not talk about October <laughs> until talking. we get there? Let's just, let's, let me, let me get some winning in this summer. Yes. yes. So I can make up for it. And we always had a very strong travel. I played for Niagara Pale. Mm-hmm. And, um, I felt like that was a lot of reasons why LaSalle soccer was so much better than us mm-hmm. because they, those guys, those 14, 15, 16 guys were playing together year round. They knew each other. Yeah. And I'm sure in baseball, it was yeah. the same way where you guys just, yeah, it was you round. knew who was going to bat clean up. You knew who was going to be the first baseman. Mm-hmm. You knew where people wanted this. Like you just, you knew your teammates. Yeah, I, absolutely. And, and, uh, like it was a year round thing. Like we, you know, like uh, high school like started like in March. Like we were already like the travel teams. We've been we've been practicing since like November, like November, late October. Some people did fall ball too. So like people like, you know, we'd still be like working together in the off season and, um, you know, hanging out and like and doing and um, working um, like that. And then we'd all just like, all right, well, well. I'll, we're all just going to go to the high school team now and like do our thing. But, um, I think the majority of the time, majority of uh, the work was like done, um, for travel in that off season and building up for the the high school stuff. So now indoor travel, especially around this area, was it more like, was off season more just like pitching clinics, catching clinics, Mm -hmm. or did you guys actually like have games during the winters? Like where you were traveling here for a few, there for a few, or was it just like, like I said, like like catching clinics, pitching clinics, mm-hmm. doing a little fielding. Like, what was it more of? Uh, for yeah, for the winter it was mostly like uh uh you know we uh just regular practice. We didn't play any games. Like we had our you know infield sessions. We had our you know batting cages. Then we'd have our um um the uh, pitching, catching, um stuff, and then like some conditioning stuff at the end and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh. There might have been a couple times we we we, we might have played uh, someone like uh, just like a scrimmage just to get you know uh, uh, a feel for you know where we're, where we're at and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it was mainly just kind of just practicing. Did those ever get a little like just boring? I mean, yeah, knowing from like <laughs> from like November to you're really you're not going to be playing games. Yeah, they'd be like, oh well, uh, yeah. Sometimes we're like, well, it's Sunday. We got to go, you know, to the Oh, sports performance park. That's where, that's where we did it in the East Hills Mall. It's like, well, we gotta go there now for the next three hours, and you know, it was like we had fun, but it was like, all right, we want to like actually be, want to get out of the drills and get more into. Yeah, the, you get a little cabin fever, but yeah, like, oh, you exactly. know, we've been practicing four months here, and we haven't had a game, and let's let's go, let's, let's do go, something. Let's, exactly, exactly. So, um, but you know, it was uh, all that that work w- was was well paid off. So we, we usually we always had. To, like good seasons we were always well prepared for the uh for the summertime when it came around so i was going to say do you remember any um like any season in particular whether it was high school whether it was travel like where you guys um had like a a stellar season or maybe even overperformed what you guys thought you would any any season kind of stand out um i remember was it 2015 was like a really good year uh, it was like our 
our second last year together. Um, so we were, I remember we had this tournament in Pittsburgh um, in like late June or something like that. And uh, we played these two really like uh, uh, two really like, like behemoth of like teams. Like they, these kids were throwing like 85 miles an hour, like really like sharp breaking stuff like they were like they were good and they uh, and we played them like back to back and the field was really it was like a uh a single a field we played on oh wow uh, so it was like really nice really well kept um and uh, uh we beat both those teams which was like oh my god like like we're like we were feeling it we were like in in it to win it you know and I remember I stole two bases, and I'm not very fast, but like <laughs> I stole two bases that 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 uh, one of those games, and ended up uh, scoring because of it. And that was uh, the de- uh, defining run. That was the winning run, as it turned out to be, because it was like I think it was like two one or something like that that we beat them, and we were feeling really good. You know, we had to celebrate afterwards. We had like uh, another doubleheader on the next day, which was a Saturday, and then it just poured the entire night. All night into the morning, and they canceled the entire tournament. Oh and, wow! Yeah, they canceled the whole thing, and we were we were just like, oh, like man, that was the that was we were feeling it, that one. We were really gonna, I think we were we were gonna make a deep run in that one. Um, so that was that was like really high, and I was like, oh okay. But we also uh, we did we, we did win a couple tournaments that year. We always, we beat Lou Gehrig, which we hated Lou Gehrig. <laughs> um, that felt really nice um, at their own tournament too, which is also extra sweet. So okay, yeah. So that was like a highlighted highlighted moment, and um, I think we went to did we go? Yeah, the Pittsburgh was the one travel thing we did. So yeah, that was a really good year. I remember. Um, so. Now I was gonna say, did you guys do quite a few out of state tournaments, or was it more of like the local Western New York ish area? Uh, we usually do like one out of state, one a year. Um, uh, so I think we went to ones in Delaware and, um, Maryland and, um, um, uh, Pittsburgh and then, uh, West Virginia and stuff like that from, I think they, well, they did, then they did Cooperstown the year I wasn't there, I believe. But, um, yeah, so they try to, uh, at least once a year kind of get out of the Western New York area, so... Kind of switch it up because it's kind of similar to soccer where you spend, mm-hmm. um, and Matt, you did travel soccer too, mm-hmm. um, where you kind of, you know, you do more local tournaments, your your local teams, but then at the same time, you know, maybe you throw in uh, even a Rochester tournament mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, maybe you'll, you'll go to Ohio or go to, uh, I think one year we went down um, down to Erie, PA yeah. for a tournament down there. Um, did you find that those were... And Matt, you can even attest to this too. Did you find that those were just more where you were experiencing tougher competitions, or was it more of just, you know, let's get on the road, let's have a road trip, let's have some fun yeah. type of deal? Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt like we were like uh, I don't know, like uh, like like professionals. Like oh, now, now we're all you know, getting you know getting our suitcases and and right and going on the road and stuff like that, uh, which was like you know kind of fun. Um, and also like, it was cool to play against other teams from different regions and seeing what their, what their like level is. And like, we would, you know, you'd see like, you know, probably like higher level, a little higher level of competition in those tournaments just cause you're getting it from so many different regions over the country. 
and um it was like it was like uh a good experience just to get out there so i always enjoyed um going on those like road trips and then like staying in the hotels with the with it with with the guys and just like you know hanging out and like going to restaurants and like doing doing whatever um afterwards after the games um but a lot of times we were just so tired because it was like three games in a day or i was two, gonna you say know? so um but those were lots of fun and i i do miss like do do miss those uh those tournaments we could go on a road trip yeah <laughs> where are we going i don't, I don't know all right well that's well, the purpose of a road trip all right <laughs> Just going wherever the wherever the road takes the road us. takes us. Way of the road. We got a full tank of gas. Got half a tank of gas. <laughs> Hit up the res first. Got a full <laughs> tank of gas. Uh, it's and um, did you ever do any of the, like the big uh, little league World Series tournaments or anything like? Well, how um, do you know? Like, how is that? Is it like a year long tournament that you have to qualify for, or is it something you got to be invited to? We're we talking about the little league the little world league world series. series. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I th- I know there's. Did you guys do those? Like we, uh, we never I th- we never did it because we were I think we were a bit. I mean, uh, we never did it. I was I think we were like too old. At some yeah, because I think isn't it under is it under fourteen under fifteen? No, it's cool. definitely it's probably like eleven because tw- they're, oh, playing 60, they're playing like sixty foot diamonds in the little league world series. Oh, okay. So, so you're talking like, like eleven twelve, maybe? Eleven twelve, yeah. yeah but then go. of course you'll get the people that oh, the, 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 they'll fake their birth certificates and you'll get like a sixteen year old, you know. <laughs> I've watched the Little field. League World Series and I'm like, there's no way that can It's like that guy like has 10. a goatee. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he literally drove to the stadium. Come on. He has more arm <laughs> hair than I pe- do. He's coming in, uh, was like uh, bench warmers or, or yeah. You know, yeah. Bench warmers. Coming bench warmers. <laughs> with a pack of beer, you know, on the field. <laughs> Like, oh, the birth uh, certificate says is I am twelve for twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one team. I, remember, I think we were like fifth, fourteen. U at the time, and we played this one team. This guy was like, he was a pitcher for the other, for the other side. We were um, that we were playing. He must have been like six foot one. He had like goatee, like full goatee. Like he was like throwing like eighty miles an hour and stuff like that. I was like, we're all just like, there's no way. There's no way he's 14. There's like, like, there's, there's no even like way to hide it. There's no like way to hide this at all. Like, there's blatantly like, I'd be the coach, but like, see, sir, he was born on a leap year. So technically, he's only like three and a half at this point. Uh So he falls on the guidelines. (laughs) He drove you here, didn't you? Yes, he did. He did drive me here. Yeah, that was, you know. I feel like, especially with the little, I mean, you you always hear those controversies, and I feel like it's died down a little bit. But I yeah. feel like it's always yeah. they're trying to sneak a pitcher in. It's a pitcher. It's yeah. always the pitcher that they're trying to sneak where they give them an extra year, two years, or whatever. I don't feel older. like anybody would be crying over like an outfielder who's like extremely old for the for the team. They're like, oh, unless he's hitting home runs. I was gonna say, unless oh, he's hitting yeah. home runs. But like, if he's just like standing in the outfield, they're like. Uh, okay. <laughs> like he's 35, we'll let it slide. Yeah, let it slide. Whatever. <laughs> he's a first baseman. All he does is stand there and catch anyways. Hey, you got to be flexible to play first base. You got to get, yeah, get, get that stretch. Out. I played first base. Yeah, exactly. And how that how did that turn out? I was a good first baseman. <laughs> first base was my position. Mike, the coach, Mike, the, the, I remember like the last two years I ever played, 
Um, there's a kid. I'm not going to say his name, but you will know so him. So we're name, nameless, anonymous. Yeah, but um, he came from a more wealthy-ish family, and he wanted to play first base, so he got a first base glove. Like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you know, you always knew they meant business yeah. in Little League when they had yeah. the first base. So, you know. so uh, th- he would be like, Coach, I have a first base glove. And he's like, Cool, Matt, go to first base. <laughs> and, and the only reason why I was good at first base was because I was lanky. So I was able to like keep my foot on the base. You can get that and I, stretch. Yeah, that's, and yeah. Even if people overthrew me, I could still get it. Yeah. That was the only reason. That was the most, that's the most important skill. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I w- that was why I was a good first baseman. Yeah. I didn't need to throw. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just ca- and I could catch. And then so you didn't have to move that far. No, there you go. And even if you're erratic, you more or less you at least less block it, it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, I got it. I got, got for I got a double play on first base. I always love the baseball games where you get like, especially in the little kids, you get the obligatory like ball that's sailed like. 20 feet, 30 feet over the first baseman's head, mm-hmm. or oh, it goes from they're trying to throw to second base. Next thing you know, you get the big pop up, yeah, and it it's like you get the home run by error, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now, as a catcher, is that is that the toughest thing? Like just making that throw to second base, isn't that like one of the toughest things for a catcher? Um, ah, I, I mean, it's like I, I mean, getting them out and like throwing like a line or whatever, like to second base. That's it's pretty tough. I always felt like it was like tougher to block the balls, you know, especially like um, if they're, you know, like if they were like erratic and you had to like, you know, go like five feet to the right and like make sure that the ball like stays in front of you because you can like it can like hit you but it could go like either way. Oh yeah, and then you have to you know just to keep it in front of you like enough in front of you so that the runner doesn't like advance if there's people on base. Well, like you said, it's almost like it's almost like a hockey goaltender. You got to control your rebound. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got to. Con- yeah. Um, now you always see the catchers going up there and making the you know the the meeting at the mound. Mm-hmm. Is there always? Is, did you ever have that one like? All right, this is the third one. Like where you get up there, like dude, what the <laughs> what the what the bleep? <laughs> what like the you bleep? just uh, you know you're this is your third. You you've thrown four pitches. Uh-huh. Three of them have been wild. Like what are you doing to me? <laughs> like um, have you had to have those uncomfortable uh, meeting at the mounds? Yeah. I would I would never. I always try to. I know I was never like. Uh, I never got into people's faces or whatever, so I always try to calm them down. You were like, yeah. Yeah, all right, dude, you're doing a great job. I was job, like a cop. But... I, was like, I was like, yeah, man, you got it. Like, you know, just like keep doing what you're doing and like figure it out. Figure it out, you know. <laughs> like, I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling I, you know, you're a little, feeling, little, you know, little higher. Yeah. A little higher. Just, you know, aim for the glove, aim for the mitt, <laughs> you know, and you'll be fine. Just, just, and then yeah. Joe would just sit there and shake his head after every erratic touch. Yeah, like, I'd be like, like looking at the dugout, like, are we gonna take this guy out? I was, was like someone warming up uh, that you know, but um, yeah, I was I was always the nice guy. I never like I never like got in anyone's face or anything like that. It was never the uh, the kit the catcher or whatever, especially like kicking up dirt. No, I never I never kicked up dirt. Now, were you the trash talking catcher behind like to the other team? Did you did you do the little trash oh, talking? No, I was not I was not a chirper. I was I was pretty silent back there. I was, I was gonna say focused I, on my business. <laughs> I could hear there were probably quite a few catchers. Like some of them were like notorious for being trash talkers. Get in the get in the hitter's uh, head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there were. I um I um especially like as we got older, like people like try to you know. Say crap, yeah. and you know, I always talk with the umpire though. Like I was try to get on the umpire's good side, you know, so like, you can get those, yeah, you know, like, get that oh, strike zone widened like, a little oh, bit. You know, be very pleasant. How are you doing, sir? Go sc- screw you. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're doing. 
but you know, like the sweet talk them, you know, um, get those uh, calls that you know might not have gotten. You know, Absolutely, on that, on that open up the strike zone a little bit. Exactly. You know, extend it a little bit. And I'm sure you've got pitcher or umpires that I I know for soccer there are certain officials that we've talked about that they'll you know what's a penalty for one team isn't mm-hmm. necessarily a penalty for another team. Yep, it's not an objective affair. No. Usually. <laughs> and I'm sure you definitely get those umpires, especially at the high school level. Oh, that some of them are just terrible. Oh, the god, they're so bad. Did you ever like? Did you ever have one of those games where you just look at like? After a while, you just look at them like, dude, like, are you even watching the same? Mm-hmm. Are you even watching the same game that I'm? That it, we're like, what's going on? Yeah, well, there was <laughs> there was one time that our whole team got kicked out because uh, because you got kicked out. Got kicked, yeah, the, you know the game. Yeah, they got kicked out of the game. Their our entire team uh, because oh, this guy was so bad. Like he was just missing. He was calling. Ball strikes and strikes balls was like all over the place. It wasn't even close. This one time, like he, this person, it was, it was, uh, my, uh, our, one of our guys got hit on the hand or whatever, clearly got hit on the hand, but the umpire said it was a foul ball, like hit on, like the knob of the bat and whatever. It was like the guy, he's like shaking out his, he's like, he's like, like, dude, you want to see the bruise? You know, he's got like the blemish on it, you know, but he had to, you know, finish the at bat or whatever. It was really stupid. And then the next inning, you know, he misses a couple more like uh, you know calls on the on the on the plate, and then our and the parent the parents were the ones that got us kicked out because they were they were screaming they were I remember this uh, one of the one of the dads like got up and the umpire was a little heavier he was a little heavier right and um, he was like hey blue why did you go eat another donut and then he was like that's it you're all out of here we're done. Get out! We're done here. You know, kicked us all out of the game or whatever. And uh, it was a night game. It was like getting to like eleven o'clock, and I was like, I kind of want to go home anyway, so I'm not gonna <laughs> complain. <laughs> like, eh, but that's never, right. I've never seen that before. Like an umpire just like you know, for one comment, for what, like one comment being like, you're all you're out of here. So I guess uh, you know he hit us. They hit the. They got it to him. He was just like, you're all spot. out of here. That's a good idea, by the way. <laughs> Reminds me of the yeah. South Park episode, The Bat Dad. I'm the Bat Dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can't even do it. <laughs> you can't. But it's, it's, it's a... It's a Look, you want to you score up, bro? You want to score up? That's the musical episode, isn't it? Oh wait, that is a musical. No, it was like Sweetie the kids. bro. The the kids, the kids just didn't want to. <laughs> they, they were trying to lose. The they kids were just to did not want to play anymore. Yes. But the parents, yep. the parents wanted to only because of like Randy getting oh, into fights. Yes, yes. You guys yes. are gonna win so big. <laughs> no, dude, we're going down. We stay like they were trash talking the other way. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. reverse oh. trash talking. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. Oh, this is America. Oh, I thought this was, I thought it was a murder. And he kept on just getting like arrested. I didn't hear no bail. <laughs> yeah, and then the kids are all cheering for him because yeah. they one more one more outburst from the parents and we're kicking we're, the team out. Yeah. They're like, oh, and he's just like, even like they were playing like some like out of state or out of country, and they're like, go, like go, pueblo, viva la pueblo. And like he looks like looks at he's like pueblo, no es bueno, pueblo es muy mal. And then they just start fighting again. I'm like, dude, while we America, like in Mexico, while we were just trying to win these guys were pra- or we were trying to lose these guys are practicing to lose yeah they were they're bad they were trying so hard Real to bad. lose themselves oh my gosh i dude don't get me wrong 
I, there I, were some times I was like, oh, okay, I'm glad we kind of lost and we get to go home now. I, I just, I'm, just, I'm just tired. I was so ready to go half of the time playing baseball. I was like, Dad, I just want to go home. It's I, I mean, like I said, I stopped probably, I don't know, when I was 10, 11 or whatever. I just, <laughs> it was just boring. I mean, for me, it, I I give a lot of respect for baseball mm-hmm. players. For me, it was just boring. You're either out in the field waiting mm-hmm. for the ball to come to you mm-hmm. or you're sitting on the bench. Yeah. Like, just waiting to go hit. And I'm not going to lie, I was a horrible hitter. <laughs> like, I wasn't getting on. The only time I was getting on base is if I either got walked mm-hmm. or got hit. Which is, yeah. Towards the end, I'm not going to lie, I was, like, leaning into Lean pitches. Into it. I was I was a leaner. I'd lean in. I'd take one off the shoulder. Especially at... Uh, hey, we all needed those guys in the team. Larry yeah. would stick his head down into the strike zone. <laughs> instantly get drilled. I took one too many off the head. That's, you know. <laughs> no, I'd lean in a little bit. But I, I just... By that time, I was getting more into soccer. And it was just... Yeah. Like, all right, it was time to... Uh, I wanted to run around more. It was the opposite yeah. for me. Like, I, I was, like, doing soccer. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I, I focus more on baseball, you know. Um, but, yeah, I can... I definitely can understand, like, that... But I feel like that's about that age, like that 9, 10, 11, 12, where you start, you know, you start like, all right, I really like this sport mm-hmm. or I really or I hate this sport. Yeah. Let me go to this sport. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's where you really as a kid kind of figure out where and what you want to do, yeah. like what you want to. Or it doesn't even have to be sports, like whether it's art, music, whatever. That's yeah. where you kind of figure, all right, this is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep I'm going to try doing this. Uh, but yeah. Sometimes it takes longer. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Hey, I'm sense. 41 years old. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do in my life. <laughs> I, I'm. We're all just figuring it I'm out. I'm starting. To, I'm just now starting to pick up lacrosse. Like, hey, there really? You know. Yeah. Lacrosse was. We would play. Not. I mean, we'd play whether it's friends or family. We'd. Everybody would kind of have a lacrosse stick, yeah. but I never got into like an actual lacrosse team. Like mm. we'd do pickup games or whatever. But that was always a sport. I thought it would be really cool yeah, to like actually that's, play. That's why I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna try the cross. Absolutely. Why not? I was gonna say, yeah. do they have a lot of adult leagues around here though? No. <laughs> oh, you haven't gotten into a league yet. No. Well, we're in a kickball league. We're in a kickball. League. Oh, Matt's told Matt's told has all he, about. Has his... he told us? Hannah's been on here. Oh, Hannah's been on here. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Talk about some refs. We we talked. About yeah, I talk about bad on. refs or now, bad umpires. How know. can you be a bad kickball umpire? Like, it makes it makes no sense. But it there really are does. there are bad. Well, if you're kick- old and blind, then literally, like you're yeah. not doing called strikes. What are you gonna be like? No, that didn't hit. They him. are doing called strikes. They are. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you can but like, out. Yeah. how can you strike out in kickball unless like four? Is it still four fouls as an out? I think it's like two fouls as an two out. Two fouls as an out. Yeah, straight up. Like after two strikes, I think two fouls is not right. Yeah, yeah. But also, like you can strike out, and, like just yeah, you can, yeah. Can, I mean, it's really hard to strike out in kickball. But, but I was gonna say, they're just the, there I, are some people though that they'll throw like nasty. They'll like th- they'll, they'll get, curl like, it. torque on the ball. They'll yeah. like throw. So they're like legit balls. pitchers. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, some, well, they're bowlers. Like bowlers. And oh, okay, they, can, they just know they're how to so get that sidearm. Yeah. But yeah. I think the biggest issue that we come across with umping and ba- and 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 um and kickball is the foul balls. Because uh, well, yeah, it's hard because they're usually behind the the plate and they yeah. can't see yeah they don't have good visuals on so like what know. we because joe and i both play outfield so what mm-hmm. we see in the outfield joe sees it more because he plays closer to the baseline mm-hmm. or to the, the foul lines yeah. than i do but it's just like you know what we're gauging as like oh it's curling out they'll be like not nah, it's it's fair and then like 
yeah. we're stuck running halfway out of bounds to try mm-hmm. to get a ball. And like no, and it's no one. Okay, everyone kind of knows the rules, but no one knows like the intricate. If you know baseball, you know, you know right? But like, there's like specific rules that like no one that that that, that an umpire will just like pull out and like everyone be like, <laughs> yeah, oh like. I like, guess. wait, what? We've I, done that I, all year long, and now you're gonna call. Now it? you're gonna call this? Like, okay, like what, I mean, I didn't read the rule book, but what was you that know, one wacky rule that they pulled out of us this past year? Uh, do you remember the context? Because I, I don't remember. I don't. I, I, I feel like for baseball, that's the infield fly rule. The yeah. infield fly rule. Yeah, it's always tough. like I yeah. never understood the yeah. infield fly rule. Like, it, if isn't it if there's somebody on a base like, or whatever, and it's just like first and second with less than two outs, the umpire, and it's a pop up in the infield, the umpire can call the infield fly, um, with you know Barra automatically out, and they do that because they're to prevent like people purposefully dropping the ball and so they get, get like double a double play. play. Um, so, but yeah, like some, yeah, it's different for every umpire though. You'll see like people. I'm calling the infield fly out. I remember like it was in a professional game, like well out in the left field. The shortstop caught the ball, but he called an infield fly rule. It was like, um, that was not an easy catch, but okay. Yeah, like, okay. All right, whatever. Or you got Dives the uh, for it behind the back. Yeah. Infield fly. Infield fly. Everyone yeah. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and then as a catcher, you've got what is it the drop third strike? Drop third strike, yeah. Yeah. So if the pitcher throws oh, it, such, if if yeah. you drop the third strike, you it's go. you can run. There's I a lot of those in Little League. Yeah, a lot I of those. I hated that rule so much. Yeah, you always—that's the rule where you always get the kid who just thinks they struck out, and you get the, you hear the coach yell, like, like run, 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 run. Dude, I was always. And it was like, huh? No, what? even even if the catcher dropped it, I'm just like, I'm not running. Pick that up and tag me. <laughs> But like, like I deserve to be like, out. Deserve to be like, out. There's no. I always felt way. guilty getting on the first base after a strikeout. I was like, I don't deserve to <laughs> well, be that, here. That was also my motto. My mantra. I was just like, I struck out. He. It's not my fault. He dropped it. I'm still out. Just tag me. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing man. like getting on first yeah. base on a technicality. Hey, t- take what you can, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Increase that on base percentage. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'll do uh, that in kickball. I was. I gotta get back in. I gotta get in the kickball. Join our team. Listen, yeah, I, I, maybe I'll. Room. I'll be a. Uh, we play. Under I'll be the a spare. Under the lights. Yeah. How late we're are you guys N- playing? We're at Narden this year. We're at Narden this year. How late are your games that you're playing under the lights? Well, usually between eight and eleven. Yeah. Oh, just about the time I'm getting in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I'll. I'll. I'll do a few. Uh, it's, it's in the summer. So I'll be a substitute. Yeah. I'll be a substitute. If you guys, if you guys need a, a player in a pinch. I'll come. You can always use one. We, yeah, we really yeah. could. <laughs> bring as your soccer you, As long as you know the, the base soccer, running uh, rules. I think I still got my soccer cleats. It's really hard to explain base running rules to people who who, who just don't know. Understand baseball. Don't understand it's the baseball, same baseball or whatever. Yeah. I'll say, isn't it just kick and run? Well, it's more. Well, here's so the it's thing. It's baseball rules for base. So, like, you know, you can't. You got to tag up on a yeah, fly ball. That's all that fun but stuff. But it's really hard to explain that. Be like, okay, you can't run when the ball's in the air. Until he catches it, unless it's a third out, unless it's the th- second out, and then and then most of the time they'll just like run anyway, and then like get a double play, or they'll just like they'll stay on the base and not move. and not run and at not all. run at all. And be like, what go? Like, uh, and then they'll be like, oh, and like you know, it's it's like tough to. It took our our one friend like years to finally <laughs> to finally learn it. them, but he has them now. Yeah. Uh, That's where you just want to have the signs run, yeah, stay, yes. 
That's the only way well, I, I'm the th- I, I'm, I, I do third base coaching for that. Yeah, because so. we we have base coaches too, and like still for some reason, like nobody's like, oh, let's look into the coach real quick. They're just like, I know what to do. That's the one thing. Thinking, I always thought it was um like just hilarious at the same time, but amazing. Where you got the you get the third base coach that's like doing that, like tapping the head, like doing the skill, yeah. like he's like yeah. over there, like doing like a dance, like touching everything over here, uh-huh. and it's. That's supposed to mean like, all right, bunt and run or whatever yeah. the sign There's is. There's usually like some sort of indicator there. Yeah, like, or sometimes it's all like crap. Like it's, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, because you know? they're just trying to see if they can like gauge like yeah. for the opposing team. <laughs> Me, I'd be like, what? yeah, but I co- I coached softball one year at Park, and the girls are like, we got to work on signs. I'm like, okay, and they're both- so the first game, I'm on you know third base doing the coaching. They're like. They're looking at me like the one girl was like a travel softball player. The rest uh-huh. were kind of like almost beginners. Yeah. And she's like tugging her this and that. I'm like, what? She's like doing this, this. I'm like, just keep it. Hit simple. the ball. <laughs> hit it and run. <laughs> or I'm, I just started. And she's like, what do I do? I'm like, run. Still, I'm finally like, listen, Renda, you know how to play this game. Just Go play. <laughs> what what do I do, coach? You do whatever you want what, to. What, what, you, what You've age, got carte blanche. <laughs> what age group was this? This was high school. Oh, high school. I, oh, okay. Yeah. And we had they had just brought back the the girls softball team there. They hadn't had one in probably three or four years. Okay. Of course, they asked. Um, they needed a coach. They asked me. I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. I've coached other things that I knew nothing about. So why not softball? Well, add softball to the list. And um, I was, you know, I was getting. Uh, Everybody, you know, familiar with it, this and that. And I didn't know anything about signs. So, and of course, I had the the girl, well, I, this is a sign. This is, I'm like, okay, my sign is going to be me yelling across the field to do whatever you got to do. No, coach, we can't do that. Then they're going to know what you're going to do. Like, well, then you're going to have to make something up because that's all I've got. Fake <laughs> like it till you make it. Right? his hands off and the bed. And I, oh, <laughs> I know what you I know what he's And you're just like, yeah. Well, that's no, all I was man. thinking from Major yeah. League. I was like, all right, I know this across the shoulders means yes. Because every time in the movie when they when they do all the thing, <laughs> the guy would go like, like, all right, that must mean he understands. So, <laughs> so that's all I really knew. I knew nothing about signs. Yeah. But speaking about that, it's funny, like, as a phys ed teacher, and Matt, have you done any, like, kickball or, or baseball with classes yet? Yeah. Maybe this is just in, in my school or whatever. Do you notice, like, kids nowadays don't really know the rules of, like, baseball? Like, yeah. even I had a – I was doing kickball with a, a sixth-grade class the other day, mm-hmm. and they're kicking it, and they're like, well, where do I run? Well, where do like, – like, <laughs> like, I just got up, like, all right, kickball, here we go. Let's, you know, roll. They're like, well, wait, where do I run? Wait, what happens if I catch the ball? Or somebody would catch the ball, and they'd still run. No, 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 you got to come back. Or I'm like, hold on. Let's go over the, – like, they knew very little about the rules. Yeah. It's almost like baseball and kickball are becoming like a dying sport almost. Yeah. I mean, people more know more about football rules than they do about baseball rules. Oh, absolutely. And or basketball. I don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> like, I'll be playing a game of basketball, and they're like, foul. And I'm like, what? What do you mean, yeah. foul? What did I do? <laughs> like, I didn't touch him. <laughs> yeah, but you traveled. Traveled? Like, I don't even have the ball. <laughs> Three-second violation. Three-second in the paint. <laughs> I'm not even in... What's the paint? Like it's all different colors. Come on, but no, I found like just in phys ed yeah. classes, like a like it seems like, you know, at a even at an older age, you would think a fifth grader, sixth grader, seventh yeah. grader 
would at least know the basics right. of baseball. Yeah. You know, when you tell them, like, all right, it's the same rules as baseball, and they still look at you. Okay. Okay, can you tell me the baseball rules? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's um, – because I learned it from watching it. I Like, that's how, uh, you know, people explain it to me, but I think you have to actually see it. Very true. You have to watch it and be like, okay, how does this actually play out whenever? And, like, but, I, you know, I think it's tough for – Little kids, you know, unless they're at the game, maybe to like, all right, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna watch a baseball game yeah. or whatever. I, I, I think it's probably easier. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if like kids, like little kids, like watching sports no, it's, anyway. It's like, diff- they always want to be doing something it's else besides watching now. it. Yeah. It's a different time. You know, back when we were kids, we we watched like TV and stuff. You're kids gonna don't... sound old. <laughs> well, I am old. <laughs> well, I mean. Cons- dude, I coach like five year olds. Yeah, dude, we're we're old. Consider like what they're growing up with now. Yeah. Well, I feel like too, and maybe this is this is just my theory. You know, you've got um, just so many things out there for the kids, especially with the attention span. You know, mm. with Facebook, with Twitter, with That's this like three seconds. It's yeah, they can only keep their attention for so long. Football. I mean, there's tackling. There's touchdown. Everything's yeah. coming at you so fast. Yeah. Hockey. Everything's coming at you so fast. Yeah. Lacrosse. Even even soccer. There's constant action. Where baseball, it's all right. I mean, you know, the pitcher's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's shaking off the pitch, looking at the pitch. He'll mm-hmm. throw a pitch. All right, foul ball, mm-hmm. and he's got to. You got to throw the pitcher back, and yeah. he, you know, takes it a little time. You know, there's maybe thirty seconds to a minute, just in between the pitches. Yeah. Then yeah. you know when he hits the ball and he runs. All right, good job. You got the first. <laughs> then you got to shake. Look if he's look if he's stealing. Look mm-hmm. if he's this. I mean, it's there's not. There's not a lot of action. It's not action unless somebody gets domed in the face because with a foul or a stray ball because they weren't paying attention. I think they're trying to fix that. The the majors are trying to speed up, speed up like pitchers and like have, there's a pitch clock now. And oh, see, there is. So there is a bit there, of a pitch yeah, clock think, now. Yeah, there's a pitch clock. Um, they're, I think they're like. They're showing more emotion, like on the field, you know, like like if someone hits like they're, they're hitting the ball like farther now as for home runs, and they're like pimping their like bat flips and like showing emotion on the field. Wait, so are they bringing back uh, steroids? Uh, no, no, not yet, not yet. Um, I that's know. an emergency plan. Yeah, emergency it's, plan. It's an emergency yeah. plan. But that, not, steroids saved baseball in the nineties. I was gonna say <laughs> when steroids were being used, that was probably the most exciting time to watch baseball because you knew for a fact you'd see at least, like, 10 home runs. I'm not going to lie. The most excited and the most I've ever really... Fo- I mean, I'll follow baseball every now and then for the World mm-hmm. Series. Yeah. But the most excited I've ever been about a baseball season was McGuire and Sosa that year when they were cranking off, and I think it was 99, mm-hmm. when they were both, like... I mean, they didn't even have to hit it with a bat. They'd hit it with their hand and just... Yeah. Knock it like just 500 yards. Throw it halfway across. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it was exciting. You're like, all right, who's going to break the record first? All right, yeah. now that they've both broken the record, who's going to get the high? Like, who's yeah. going to end up with the highest record? It wasn't like, oh, the, they won like four to three. It was like, no, they won by like 12 to like nine because <laughs> they're just ripping mm-hmm. dingers. Yeah. And by oh. halfway through the year, but like, all right, Sosa's got 37 home runs. Yeah. McGuire's got 35. It's like, who wants... It, it, first, you're like, who's going to hit, break the home run um, record first? And then whose head's going to grow the biggest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barry Bonds, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the two things you'd watch. You'd be like, holy cow, his head's even bigger now. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I thought it was funny, especially in baseball, where you would see one year the guy would be like 
5'10", 185 pounds. All of a sudden, next season, he's like 5'10", 250, mm-hmm. talking like, and just all of a sudden, like, cranking everything. Are you on performance-enhancing drugs? No. No. And you just knock another home run. What's What's your secret? Secret, <laughs> it's secret. Yeah. Or and then, but then I'll you get tell. then you always get the guys. Well, it's not steroids; it's all bat speed. You could be the strongest guy, but you got to have good bat speed. You got to have bat speed. Tranquilizers. Steroids can't do anything for bat speed. Like, dude, I think it does a little bit. I think it. Right. I think it makes. Yeah. I could have all the bat speed in the world. I'm not dinging a ball 550 yards. But you still. I mean, yeah, you still have to hit the ball. And yeah. that's tough enough as well. We were throwing like people are throwing like ninety five miles an hour plus. Uh, you could still have to have that coordination and stuff to be able to hit the ball in the first place. So oh, for sure, yeah. you got to make contact. Yeah, I'm just saying my contact. Right, is, right. Your is, contact. My contact, contact is a little different, a little different. than than yeah. McGuire's contact. Yours probably will go I, right to yeah. the cusp of outfield. His is going to go over the ball, ballpark into the river. Yep. Sure. So I never thought you always get oh, steroids doesn't matter in baseball. It doesn't do it matters. It does matter. It does. It matter. matters. And even for the pitchers, you know, it makes their you know, arms last longer, recover faster. wrong when you mess up and you take a solid wooden bat and can break it over your head. Like mm-hmm. that's that's called roid rage sometimes, too, buddy. <laughs> or you would get the guys who all of a sudden in their mid 30s just be like got so much better. Like they became like yeah. they were average baseball players. Yeah. Mid 30s. 30s, and then all of a sudden, I peaked. Now you yeah, hit it. I peaked. peaked. I hit my performance, my my peak performance, dude. In your your 37, and now you peaked. Exactly. It's a slow. He's a slow grower. Who drank all the dang Gatorade? <laughs> oh, somebody's angry. <laughs> all right. Well, it is that time of the episode. We're gonna get into our hot seat question. Joe, did Matt fill you in on our hot seat not. questions here? No, he didn't tell me about this. All right, Matt prepared. Matt, Matt's very well prepared here, just like I am. That's all right. So we've got five questions that they could be about anything. They could be about sports, music, movies, whatever, cooking. We've we've come. We've covered pretty much all the bases. All the bases. Um, and we always have our guest come up with at least one or two questions to ask. Oh boy! So we're gonna start things off. We're we'll keeping in the baseball realm for me, at least on the first one. Favorite, base. I guess we'll expand it. Favorite baseball or favorite sports movie? So favorite baseball oh. movie, if you have one. I think I might know his answer. I'm going for me. I'm going with Major League. I was gonna say it's I, Major League for me. Is it? Yeah. I, uh, I now, were you like a, a big into the sequels? The sequels. I, what? Major I, League Two was. Major eh. League Two was. Yeah. But I, I love Major League One. Major I just League One was, was is so funny. It's so funny, and it's just like, it's. it's Are you saying Jesus can't? Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> ah, Jesus, I like him very well. I like him very much, but he no help with curveball. No with curveball. <laughs> That's the uh, All-State guy. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Just I was like, oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. I did not expect that, but big man. Uh, so funny. Um. A major league is great. Um, I've had the, I really like the um, um, uh, Angels in the Outfield when I was yeah. a kid. That was okay. A, that was a classic when I was growing up. Yeah. I would like have that on repeat when I was when I was little. Um, I have that on VHS. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think we did too back in the day. I love it. That's when you know it's a classic movie if you can find it on VHS. It looks like a prison yes. photo. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a prison. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, Matt. How about you? Favorite uh, baseball movie? I guess Rookie of the Year. 
Oh, I love Rookie of the okay. Year. That's such a good one. Such a ridiculous Was that the one? Yeah, it was where like, like, he broke his, his arm, arm or whatever, and yeah. all of a sudden it became like a major league arm. Yeah, yeah. he's like 12. I think, yeah. like, wasn't like. And he played for the Cubbies. Isn't, Pat, isn't Gary Busey in that? Is he yeah. really? I think, isn't, yeah, it's Gary Busey. It's like the. Yeah, the Gary picture. Busey is like the, the veteran. Gary Busey, an absolute madman. <laughs> that yeah. was after yeah. the accident. Was it? <laughs> was it? I think it was. It might have been after the accident. It was like ne- or early 90s, 92, 93, something like okay, that. Okay, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, Rookie Gary of the Busey. Year. That was another classic. Bad News Bears. Bad, Bad, oh, news, yeah, Bears. Bad news Bears. Now, the original with Walter Matthau, like that's. Yeah. Both are pretty good. Buttermaker. Yeah. <laughs> Chico's Bail Bonds. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a good one. I want to watch some. And then there's the Sandlot. Sandlot. Sandlot was another. I was never a huge fan of the Sandlot. It was really. Fine. I, I, people liked it, but I never, I never like adored it like a lot of people You're did. It was good. Smalls. It was good. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. You throw, you throw ball like a girl. <gasps> oh, and, wrong? Then, yeah, yeah, and then, and then there was the Beast. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the beast. Yeah. What what is the dog's name? Isn't it just the beast? Nope. It actually has a name. Isn't oh it? Uh, yeah, James Earl Jones says it at the end. Um, when they're uh, oh, I forgot what it what is it? Hercules. 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 That's yes. right. Wow. Good old Hercules. Be a, that'd be a trivia question. Right. Night question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was question number one. Matt, you got question number two. Um. He's very well prepared. What? All right, we'll keep. What? Um, what's your favorite like ballpark food to eat? Ooh, like what, does it have to be ballpark or can it be any sport? Oh, any sport. Like, what's your go-to? Hmm. Could be hockey, football. For baseball. me, hockey. I don't know why, but I've got to have nachos. Like, nachos, if I'm going to a Sabers yeah. game or any, like, I, I've got to have nachos. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just arena nachos just taste better. It's different. It hits different. <laughs> They're expensive. That's all right. They are expensive. Yeah. They hit the wallet different. But I'm going nachos. Nachos. Okay. Uh, I, I I always get a hot dog. Hot dog and like fries when I'm at the ballpark. A ballpark Frank. <laughs> yeah. Where, they where, plump when they, they cook. Whatever they make. Yeah. Um. Uh. But not at uh, not at Yankee Stadium though. I did not buy anything when I was at Yankee Stadium. Because it was so. I was gonna say because he couldn't afford it. It was like sixteen <laughs> bucks for a beer, at, you know, like one, like a Bud Light or whatever. It was ridiculous. Yeah, screw that. But uh, yeah, no. If I'm at like a Bison's game, definitely we got you know like a hot dog. Okay. 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 Matt, how classic. about you? I know it's boring. But... Um, hey, it's classic. You can't beat the classics. They're classic <laughs> for a reason. I guess it has to be like a pretzel with cheese, probably. Mm. I was never a fan of the pretzel with cheese. I just don't like the amount, like how they're caked in salt. I have yeah. to rub half the salt off. I've heard, yeah, I've heard a lot of people do. I've never been a big fan of that. Plus, they give you like a, the smallest cheese cup. Where oh, you're, yeah. You're yeah, like, like, you're like done after two you get bites, like two yeah. bites and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. So you usually have like a whole lot of pretzel. Yeah. And God forbid you ask for extra cheese because then you got to pay like $3 for an yeah. extra cup. Yeah, it's going to be an up chart. Would you like to yeah. upgrade to like, uh, you know, extra cheese for like five bucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, I'm desperate. Here's so. more money. We're gonna need you to sign out this mortgage to pay for this cheese cup. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'd have to go with that. All right, quality, quality, quality. All right, Jody, you have a question for us? Should you think of one yet, or should we oh, give you a little um, more time? God, um, Matt, feel free to jump yeah, in. Why, with why don't you? Why don't you come back to me? Okay. I'll think about it. Okay, we got to pass. Yeah, All right, sorry, that's uh, okay. I, I just found about this five minutes ago. So. <laughs> So That's that. right. A lot of times we surprise our guests. <laughs> and there's burp number one for Matt. Yeah. He waited a while. He did. 
<laughs> I forgot I was recording. I'm very proud of him for that. I, I, I straight up forgot. Um, favorite. All right, favorite Toy Story movie. Favorite Ooh. Toy Story f- movie. Yeah. Hmm. I, I was. Always, I like number. I like two the best. Toy Story two. Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. Is that was the Stinky great. Pete one? Yeah. Uh, Emperor Zerg was, was in that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Doesn't have to even be a uh, a Toy Story as in like the original four. Like it could be a Toy Story related movie too. Is there? Yeah. There, there were spinoffs from there Toy Story. Spinoffs. Yeah. What, I have no idea. What's the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command? Huh? Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. I never. Oh, the the animated. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah, that was really I good. Never seen animated. that one. Yeah, yeah. I watched that as a kid. So I'm going with the original. I like the original best. Okay. Although I feel like that's for most movies, I like the original best. Mm-hmm. That's I think fair. the only the only movie sequel that I could say that I kind of like the sequel better than the original was Godfather Two, and Godfather One was amazing. But Godfather Two, I thought I knew it was I thought Fredo. that's right. Sorry, spoilers for a movie that came out fifty years ago. So <laughs> I, at at a certain point, movies can't like it can't be classified as a spoiler anymore. After a certain amount of years that the movie's been out, you, if you I haven't feel like seen one it, year, I feel like you have one year. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna tell you guys what happened in the Sonic Two movie because I just saw it. I'm oh, never, don't ruin the I'm, Sonic Two movie. I'm for probably me. never I, gonna see it. So it's yeah, such I'm, a good I'm, movie. I'm not gonna lie. It's Jim Carrey's last movie. That's what he says. You know he's gonna make a comeback, or just do another movie. Okay. Okay. That's my opinion. So yours is the original. I'm yours the original. is two. Toy Story Two. I'll stick with that one. All right, then I'm gonna yeah. do the Star Command one. All right. The Buzz, like Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Yeah. Well, they're coming okay. out with a new Buzz Lightyear film. Yeah, with Chris Evans. With Chris Evans. I'm not watching that movie. Yeah. Are you a Tim Allen loyal? loyal well, no. Fan? I just think that movie looks like garbage. Well, that's one thing, especially with animated movies. It just I hate when they change the voices. Like yeah, when they because you can they, tell they change the actors. Yeah. yeah. You can tell, and it just I don't know. It just. It ruins it for me, especially if it's been like if it's such a iconic series where mm. they've had like two or three, or even just TV shows. Yeah, you know, cartoons yeah. where you've gone on like five, six, seven seasons, and all of a sudden, new voice. Mm-hmm. Like no, yeah, the, no. it's like you don't think anybody no. would pick up on this. Come on, no. <laughs> all right, so that was question three. Yeah. All right. Jody, you got one? Uh, yeah, I think I do. So, All right. Um, what's your guys' best, like, most interesting, like, travel story? Like, where, you, where like, where you've been? Just Ooh. in life? Like, for vacations? Like, for or, vacations or, 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 or whatever. Like, what's the most interesting slash fun slash, you know, <laughs> horrifying thing ever happened to you? There? <laughs> okay. Oh, you're traveling. Um, well, let's see. That's one thing that, that uh, my wife has got me into a lot. Over the last couple of years, we've done a lot of traveling. Um, one year, we were in um, we were in Switzerland, Ooh. Uh, which is fantastic. We were in Lucerne. Oh my god, I did not want to come home. Like it was amazing. Um, we stayed in a a, a great hotel uh, slash spa. Was outstanding. Everything was like um, amazing. And we went, uh, you know, we went walking and. I pulled a. Oh, I'm just gonna go down here for a minute. I'll be right. I just want to check this area out. I'm, you know, I'll meet you guys. I'll meet you guys back at the hotel in like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Three hours later, because no, no. because I took I don't know five, ten, twenty wrong turns. Like, oh, didn't know where I was going. No. Didn't have my cell phone on me. Not that it really would have mattered, because I you know for the overseas. Uh-huh. So three hours later, 
finally make it back to the room. They had gone to eat. They came back. They they were chilling by the pool by the time I got back there. Like, I didn't even miss. They were like, like I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, where were you? Like, I don't know. I was just looking at things that, like, all right. I kind of thought they'd be a little more concerned. They're okay. like, eh. He's just gone for three hours. No biggie. I'm like, That's weren't you guys weird. nervous? Like, we figured you got lost. Which is all the reason why weren't you weren't you nervous? Like, yeah, <laughs> well, but it's, you it's Switzerland. But you're back. So. My response was, well, you always get lost, but you end up finding your way home. Oh, <laughs> like thanks. I'm like a dog, or like a, <laughs> I'm like an outdoor animal that like he finds his way home eventually. So that was a unique just getting. Which hey, I got. I wanted to see a few sites. I saw all the sites, What's more that? sites than I wanted to. That's but the, those are the best kinds of experiences. That, the unplanned, like oh, I'm just going here. I'm walking here or whatever, and like. I'll just happen to run into, you know, some cool sites or... And that's where you look at every street, just looks like, yeah, I took a left here, didn't yeah, I? This was, I, I gotta go straight. <laughs> but What about you, Matt? Um, I was in Nassau. Um, pirate capital. The pirate capital yeah. of the Caribbean. And um, I was going to Atlantis, the water park for that day. Um and we went through a hotel ended up you know we we rented a room to get um a cheaper ticket to go to the water park then came back checked out of our room within the same day um and then we got a shuttle to go like we got like a taxi to go back to the port where i had to get back on the cruise ship that i was on and this guy was taking us around. He showed us like the really poor parts of NASA, mm -hmm. trying to get us to tip him really well. Um, <laughs> and he drops us off right at the port. And as soon as he drops us off and pulls away, a cop pulls him over. And he proceeds to get out of the car and is getting <laughs> detained and arrested. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez. And it happened two minutes after he dropped us off. So it's like... <laughs> Like and and the people I was with, they're like, "All right, let's go, let's go back to our ship." And um, I was like, "No, no, no, look." And they're like, "What?" And I was like, "That's our taxi driver <laughs> getting arrested." <laughs> I think he just got out. Like, who just dropped us off is now getting in handcuffs. <laughs> like, did you see why he was getting arrested? No, but like instant, like he got out of the car willingly, so he. It, it showed that he kind of he knew assumed. it was coming. Yeah, no. he knew it was coming. Oh, he yeah. knew. So <laughs> that's the wet's worse. <laughs> so it's just like he was driving us around, not even. Uh, I'm screwed. All right. And then and then going back out to our port, there was no security at all. <laughs> None. Like I had to check my like my ID and my passport coming in, leaving nothing. Wow. Leaving's like, eh. I good. walked by armed guards and they did not care. Wow. Dude, if I walk by armed guards, I'm showing them, like, here, I'm like having my passport tattooed on my forehead. Like, yeah. here you go. Like, that was the yeah. closest I've ever gotten to a man holding an AR 15. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Nassau, man. It's crazy there. Crazy town. Joe, what about you? Oh, man. Um,. When I was in Mexico City, we were uh, a few years ago for spring break. We were coming back from um, the Maya ruins at Teotihuacan, and we were on a bus because it was like an hour drive from the city. And um, we're uh, 
driving through like these neighborhoods and then all of a sudden the bus stops and uh then this uh man in like a paramilitary uniform like no identification or anything like steps like gets on our bus and just starts like walking like down the aisle and he has like um uh and there's this guy behind him with a camera who's like filming like all of us and he's like walking like up and down the aisle and like me and my like friends who are there were like uh are we gonna get like kidnapped or what like what the hell is going on right now like everyone else looks like really calm but like you know uh, you know the gringos on the bus were all like what the oh my god like what's going on here and then he pulled like four like the like uh four like people like white tourists or whatever off the bus and like took them out and i'm like we're dead like this is it's over <laughs> it's over i was I, I was resigning myself to my fate at that point and then they were like off for like five, five four or five minutes and then they then he let them back on the bus he came up he said all right you know thank you everyone for cooperating and like bye and then he left and then we just went on with our our day we were just so like shook like what the hell just happened like we had no idea <laughs> uh, we still have no idea and like that was just this a weird uh just a weird experience to have you didn't like, ask i listen at that point you're just happy to be alive yeah i i i, <laughs> I did ask they were like oh i don't know maybe i don't i don't know so. what happened to you out there <laughs> what did they do to you but uh that was a great trip <laughs> all right <you> survived <laughs> Matt, you gonna bring us home with question number five? What? I came up with two already. Listen, it's you know sometimes you gotta step up and do a third question. Screw you. <laughs> All right, let's see. <sighs> All right, what do you think? I mean, with coaching, which sport do you think the coach gets the most credit? Like, in which sport does coaching get the most credit? Like, wow, we won this game because of coaching. Football. I think it could be football. I think also maybe basketball. Yeah. I think football or basketball. I think they get the main coach, like, sports that you know coaches. I feel like even soccer, it just, you know, maybe the coach doesn't get as much credit. Baseball, I feel like the manager gets, like, very little credit. Yeah. Um, I but I feel like even hockey I kind of think is a little underrated where the coaches they yeah. get they don't get a lot of credit. It's just it's between football and basketball for me. I'd say for sure too. I'd say football definitely is your if you're going to be a professional coach and you want credit and you're like a glory. I feel like football's got to be your your thing. I think football coaches make the most money out of all coaches. Uh, I would be surprised, but yeah, I feel sure. like overseas, like English Premier League and stuff, soccer oh, yeah. coaches get yeah. paid yeah. way more. Yeah, the managers definitely. But I mean, like within the states, between like football, basketball, soccer, oh and for baseball, sure, of the football, big four, absolutely. football head coaches, I think make the most. Yeah, which is stupid, especially college football coaches. They're getting paid like bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Save uh, Saban's what eleven a year, ten eleven a year. Yeah, Mill just like he's making more than like professional NFL kickers. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Just and and he actually coached in the major in the NFL for a little bit. Miami Dolphins and he was terrible. Yeah, and then he go just... back. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to college now. I'm better at that. <laughs> yep. Less competition. Yeah. Less competition. Yeah. Better pay. Better pay. I mean, he won all those national championships. So did Harbaugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he also coached in the major in the NFL. Yeah, but he at least went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He took the he took the Niners to a Super Bowl at he least. Did. And then he went back to Michigan. Yeah. yeah. He went to Michigan. I don't know why he no, left. I'm supposed to, to hate Michigan. So. Yeah, he took Michigan yeah. to the college playoffs and then just got destroyed. Oh, destroyed by the what Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got destroyed. Yeah, it used to uh, used to be Notre, it was Notre Dame who would get that privilege to get <laughs> trounced by Alabama or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cincinnati and in Michigan this what is year. It? It's 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 basic destroyed. right now. It's basically Bama, Clemson. Well, Clemson wasn't even that good last year. No, yeah, Clemson fell off. Clemson fell off. OSU is always one of the top competitors. You know, there's always four. There's there's going to be your four or five teams: OSU, Alabama. Um, it used to be Clemson, but Clemson's no more. Georgia seems like they're always in the picture. Yeah. And I don't know, pick like another SEC team. I mean, they're always like you're maybe an LSU every other, every couple of years. LSU. Yeah. And then it's always up for grabs between Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. You know, that's why it was good this year to see Cincinnati. Yeah, kind of get in almost mm-hmm. as like a wild card or something. Because you different. always know Bama's going to be either in the in the finals or like semis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's be honest; it's always either Alabama or Ohio State versus somebody in the national championship. I d- I don't get that. It's because of all the that's that's where the best recruiting is. So people, yeah, that's where they they will just automatically. It's not like they can't they, they just attract the best players, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's different than obviously how and they have the best facilities. Mm-hmm. Now maybe with this whole name, image, and likeness thing, maybe they can you know there'll be a little bit more parity where sure. it doesn't matter where you get recruited if you've got a good agency working with your name, image, and likeness, and you're a good enough athlete, you can get bank before you go pro. Yeah. So well, like here's the thing though: why would you want to go to like a team on Bama where like you could be a good player, but there's so many other good players that it might affect your playing time, or go to like a, or like go to like the Sooners, like Oklahoma, where you might, you know, there's still good players there, but like you might be more valuable. True. It's like well, I think before though too, it was always you had like, all right, I'm on Alabama. Yeah, I might have to wait until my junior year to play, but when I play, yeah. I've got every single football team looking at me every single week that's true whereas if you go to maybe like uh not to say oklahoma doesn't either but maybe if you go like uh to an auburn or uh syracuse or (laughs) yeah where you're only you know you're getting maybe one or two nationally televised games a year yeah yeah you know yeah but all right, we're going to end things there. Joe, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to have you back. Thank you. You know, we'll share some more uh, baseball stories. Um, before we leave, I'll give a, a little bonus question. Prediction for World Series. Who do you got in the World Series this year? I know it's I know it's early. Um. Oh, I mean, well, well, I'm a Yankees fan, so I'd rather pick the Yankees and be wrong than not pick them. And okay, so I'm gonna pick the Yankees for the American League, and uh, the Cubs. Brewers for the National League. Yankees Milwaukee, and the Brewers, Milwaukee Brewers. All right, you heard it here first. That's right. <laughs> now you realize if that series happens, we're definitely gonna have to be back on uh, in October. I would love October. to be back for that. So <laughs> th- yeah, that'd be, that'd be lovely. Absolutely. Make sure everybody, you guys, can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stories from the Sidelines. The YouTube channel coming up soon, hopefully, maybe. <laughs> I, like we said, we need to figure it. I need to talk to Matt about the video. We're, we're getting video on there, hopefully, soon, uh, so you can see all our uh, ugly mugs on YouTube. <laughs> but 
Um, make sure you guys check in, and we will see you next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines.